Backblaze, awesome. Ziosk sucks. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 170 with Randy and Jason. We're dads, we got stuff to say, and we don't have a very good intro. Uh, but we did have a good 4th of July and we took it off, so thank you for uh, bearing with us. And, and we didn't record last week. Correct. Yes. So uh, It yeah. was nice to take the time off. It actually, uh, yeah, I, I kind of... Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't miss it. <laughs> no, no. I mean, every week takes a couple of nights. Kids yeah. are in, in bed reading stories right now with my wife, and usually I do that for them. So, giving I'm giving up my family time for you. Has your uh, bedtimes slipped in the summer? No, no, because <laughs> they got to get up earlier for camp. Oh. Wow, okay. <laughs> so the week, so last week, the week we did not record, we had essentially what you would call dad camp. <laughs> and it was, um, uh, it was a special week. So the kids, is that me making noise or you? The kids, me, of course, did not have camp. So we've signed them up for the Boys and Girls Club camp. I think we talked about this. Uh, it's It's pretty simple. It's kind of, just like recess all day they go on field trips they do you know they do kid things but last week we did not send them and my wife started a new job and I took the entire week off of work so we made it into dad camp week and I was pulling myself in a lot of different directions with this one I'm already going to get right into my whole vacation spiel I see that on the one hand I wanted to be super Super scheduled dad. Say, like kids, every every day we're gonna do fifteen thousand different activities. We're gonna go to the museum. We're gonna see you know the top of this tower. We're gonna fly around the world. You know yeah. all kinds of stuff, right? Because why not? If you have a free day, you can do everything, which is not true. No, you think. It can. On the other hand, I'm thinking to myself, you know, kids, I'm gonna do whatever you want to do. You tell me, and of course that never works out because they have no idea. Mm-hmm. Well, watch TV all day. So instead, I thought to myself, I said, what would we all enjoy? And what could we do every day that wouldn't get tiresome? They might even enjoy more more every day. What do you, well, you already know the answer. but So the routine, you do know the answer. The routine was very simple. I got up in the morning. Okay. I didn't, I didn't, I tried to mix up the day. So I I wanted to sprinkle a little bit of good parenting in and a lot of fun having. Mm -hmm. So we, they got up whenever they got up. They usually got up around eight or eight 30. Then they would empty the dishwasher, which is their like one chore. So while I made them breakfast and then uh, they would do their summer bridge sheets. Right. Summer Bridge, the whole book thing you guys get, we get. Everybody should know this by now. It's a booklet. It literally, they're called Summer Bridge for obvious reasons. Right. So they would do their sheets and my daughter would make fun of my son because hers are basically coloring and his are like complex math. (laughs) Yeah. And she'd do 15 and he'd be struggling with one. And they'd do their sheets and then I would give them a checklist to prepare to depart for the beach. Or, I'm sorry, I was yelled at about this. It's not a beach. 
It's a lake. We talked about this last uh, two weeks ago. You asked me what it's called. And I said it's called a beach. Yeah. Someone got mad at me for that. And we we went to this this lake beach uh, a solid six days in a row, I think. One, two, three, four. Either five or six. Uh, And to spice it up a little, I brought some soccer balls and I made them practice soccer for like 15 minutes. And then we did, um, we swam. That's all we did for like five, six hours. Came home and had dinner. That was it. It was easy. They yeah. were tired. Clean them up. Piece read some cake, books. Sure. Go to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easy. Do it again. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think you, you, I think it's easy in small doses like that. But day in, day out, grind would get to you. No way. It was great. Mm-hmm. It, got, it got easier. This is the, the best part. It got easier as time went on. Because by day three, they did the checklist without – they already had memorized it. They would pack all the stuff. They'd pack the food. They'd make the drinks. They'd get the towels. They'd load up the bike because, of course, we rode the bike there. That was great. They'd get their bathing suits on. They'd be like, Dad, what are you doing? We're ready to go. Why aren't you ready? And what did we you did say? Some, uh, you know, that was fun. It takes ready? me. I'm ready. Oh. I was ready. It's fine. We got to do some swim lessons. So I've never put the kids in swim lessons. This is very strange. Uh, not because I don't like believe in them. I think it would be smart to put them in swim lessons. Uh-huh. Yeah. We just we just have never done it. We've been swimming a lot, but I've never signed them up for formal swim lessons. And uh, never in their life. No, never. Wow. No, I I've had swim lessons. No, I know, but the kids. The kids have never had swim lessons. No. Never had swim lessons, huh? Yeah. Um, I don't huh. know why. Yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I, I'm, I don't know why. I think it's just because we always end up going swimming together, and then I just kind of teach them. All right. Uh, so we, we did a lot of instructional swimming. I did a lot of, like, showing them the different strokes, teaching them about breathing, because breathing is really one of the most important things when it comes to swimming. Mm-hmm. You don't want to breathe in the water. You no. want to breathe the air. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple. But timing the breathing is hard. But they're, they're getting pretty good. My son can now swim, do a bunch of different strokes. Uh, you know, he's out and around all the docks in the deep end, diving, yeah, doing right. all kinds of crazy stuff. Right. And how's and my daughter's doing? learning? Yeah, she's learning. she's doing better. She's uh, she's five, and she uh, is still mostly doggy paddling. She can float on her back pretty well now. Right. Um, but she is getting stronger and getting more efficient with her paddling and getting better with her breathing, and she can go. So she would also swim out to the dock without her floaty on. Yeah. But I would go with her so she could grab onto me if she needed me. Okay. Well, there you go. Good, good. That sort of thing. Yeah. My six-year-old, yesterday I was in the pool with them, and I really noticed how far along my six-year-old Helen has come with the swimming. She's all over the place now. I'm like, huh, she can really swim now. Yeah. And my four-year-old's just on the cusp of like, she doesn't want to have anything to do with the puddle jumper anymore. So no, she's okay. uh, but she's not quite like confident. She's like to do the swimming part of it, and when she gets going, she can like tread water, but she's got to take the extra step of like putting her face in the water, you know. To swim. Well, I, I think, I mean, I learned so. So I spent some time trying to consciously think about how to teach them, and while I was giving my daughter some instruction, there's there's kind of three important parts. I'd say I'm making up that number. There's at least two. Right, the strokes are important, but I'd say first and foremost is the breathing. 
Or at least when you're teaching one of the strokes, you have to teach the breathing along with the stroke, right? Because if you're doing like the crawl stroke and your timing is bad and you're trying to actually put your face in the water and then bring it up and breathe and it, it doesn't work. You end up, they end up panicking and just going back to doing the doggy paddle anyway because yeah. they mistime it. Uh, so the strokes, the breathing, and simply treading water efficiently so that you can sort of rest in place. Those are the three big things we worked on. And uh, what was interesting was that as I was sort of giving my daughter some instructions, some other little girl was sort of sidling up to us at the lake. And uh, she was speaking to me in Spanish, or at least she was speaking in Spanish sort of to her family while they were all looking at me, which was strange. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I heard, even though I still don't know any Spanish, I heard her brother, maybe father, I'm not sure which, uh, he looked at, and I don't remember the Spanish words, but he was looking at me and I know he said, he doesn't understand you. No comprende? Well, it was something to that effect. Yeah. <laughs> I think there were more words in there. And then she switched, <laughs> she switched to English ah. and said, will you teach me how to swim? You know, and of course I'm looking at them like, what are all these other people here for? <laughs> like, I didn't say that. And, you know, I'm being the nice person that I am. And, of course, join yeah, us. of course. And she was very enthusiastic Bien. and a good listener, and she learned very fast. <laughs> I, it, she was one of those, those kid-slash-people who, like, if you tell them what to do, they do it exactly the way you say it. Oh, really? They're very rare. And yeah. in, in about five minutes, I explained uh, a couple of strokes to her, how to breathe, how to tread water. And she was often swimming, and she's like, "Thanks, thank you very much. You're a very good teacher." I'm like, okay, "You're welcome. Just go back behind the ropes. I don't want to be blamed if you drown." Good, good. Listen to you teaching people. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of you. You know, what I feel a little bit bad about at the uh, pool is always the like random kid that doesn't have anybody to play with, but like kind of like because I always have a gaggle of kids with me. They always want to yeah. like join in the fun but sometimes i don't know i feel weird about it like this happened yesterday at the pool how old are you or how old is she because i was playing with helen and i'm like she's mm-hmm. six it, is she regular six or i'm like uh well what do you mean well because i'm six and a half i'm like yes well she's regular six then because she's well she's six in two months uh so regular six so she would <laughs> and i'm like six all right one six it's only in fractions yeah, six and one six, six point yeah, and three repeating. Uh, so no, not three repeating. Uh, no, but, okay. but yeah, well, okay. Uh, you get my <laughs> point here. I, I I didn't want to break it down into fractions. She was regular six, which I got a kick out of uh, okay. since we have this now. And I'm like, well, she's gonna be rising six. She's a rising seven year old. Mm-hmm. I'm rising. up with that. Yeah. Um, but then she just kind of like, and I was goofing around with Helen because Helen talking into going in the pool because I, I left work, went over the pool and I was just kind of kicking around. She's like, ah, oh, daddy, come in, come with me, come with me, come in the pool, come and play, come play. I'm like, uh, okay. So she, so I did and I went in the pool. So I was kind of like trying to give her attention and this other girl comes over and then my other daughter was there and then my son was there. So the three of us were kind of like, you know, playing around and then this other girl's here and I'm like, What's my ab- obligation here, right? I'm like, uh, well, your obligation is to keep your own children alive first. Yeah. yeah. What really? Not the other person. <laughs> I mean, I have extras, right? No. <laughs> yeah. 
Certainly, if it gets out of hand, you can shoot them away. But was anyone in danger of drowning, or was she? Just no, no. Uh, we were. I mean, I was. And we were in four feet of water, and the three kids that were with me. Well, no, I was. I yeah, we could all. You know, I was standing. Um, my son could stand, and uh, Helen was fine swimming. And then Faith was kind of like I was keeping an eye on her, like keeping her up above the water and goofing around with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just was like, oh man, I just kind of want to hang out with my kids. I don't really want to entertain yeah. you. And then, you know, when you have this like other person, you have to be like extra polite or extra like attentive to that person because you don't know what, like my own kid, I can like smash and push under the water right. and be like, leave me alone for a second. But I can't be like, listen, you need to go. <laughs> you can. I think my favorite thing to do in those situations. Yeah. If I'm feeling up to it is to send them off on strange errands. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, you know, you may say something like, you know, your parents told me they wanted you to go dump this bucket of water on them while they were sunning themselves. <laughs> wait, wait till she takes her phone out. And as soon as you see her holding right. her phone, dump the water on it. That's dump the water, yeah. especially on the phone. Yeah. At least half of it on the phone and half of it in their face. <laughs> and then after they do it and they be like, what? That guy told me to do it. Be like, it's, <laughs> Just it's waving crazy. at him. No, I'd be waving yeah. smiling. Yeah. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Nice job. <laughs> I'm the guy right here. It was me. Sea bass right here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, you know what happened? It was just kind of like my daughters kind of went one way. I kind of went with them. Then Jason started throwing the ball. This ball showed up, and they just started throwing the ball back and forth. So uh, it kind of happened organically. But I wasn't giving this girl, like, as much attention as I felt like I should. Or I just it was just this awkward thing, and I'm like – Ah, where is the parent? I had to teach somebody how to swim, dude. Stranger. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, she could kind of swim, I guess. I think she could actually stand. Because I was surprised at how young she said she was. She was regular six and a a half. She wasn't regular six. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's very assertive, you're saying. Very. Well, um, well, that's good for her, right? She's trying to make friends. So I'm like, and I should have been like, introduced my daughter to her, but. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of these things. It's like, what do I do? I do this whole thing, like, oh, Helen, this is so and so, and then it's like, well, what's your name, and why are you here, and da 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 da. But then, so I just, ah, I don't know. <laughs> I hear you. I mean, you wish basically this is why people get their own pools, right? I guess, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you don't need to go to the public pool and deal with strangers, right? <laughs> no, I'm not against strangers. Like, if this was something I did regularly, but I don't regularly go to the pool after work. So this is sort of an exceptional thing for me. So I was like, I felt like I wanted to dedicate the time to my kids because, like, we'll go on weekends and stuff, but it's usually, again, she, and Helen talked me into going to the pool. So I felt bad, like, oh, here, listen, now I'm going to pawn you off, Helen, on this other girl who wants a playmate. But on the other hand, I felt good for the girl. I was like, oh, good for her. She came over. She took the initiative. So, but. Mm-hmm. These are first world problems, nonetheless. I will tell you, though, this is hard to express, but after last week, you know, I spent spent all my daytime with my kids doing mostly the same activity, but different structures and hanging out and reading. And it was great. Like, granted, the the weather was perfect for that sort of thing. So had it been raining and been stuck indoors, I probably would have murdered them after a couple of days. Well, but yeah, that's what I was going to say. Two days of rain and your story might change. <laughs> we would have found <laughs> some other activity indoors. Uh, I could get a little better at it. I could see myself staying home is the whole point. I told my wife, I said, you can, you can go work longer and we'll just switch. Because... I don't know. It was a lot of fun, especially maybe even just taking summers off would be fantastic. And yeah. now's the time to do it, right? You don't want to wait till they're 14. No, I know. 
My wife listened to the show, so I can't really comment on this because she might take me up on anything I may say off off the cuff here. Take take him up, take her up. <laughs> and before I know it, I'm a stay at home dad, and I was like, "What just happened?" She said, "Well, that one time on episode one seventy, right. where you said uh, you could, you know, you might have fun doing being a stay at home dad." If we could switch, <laughs> let's say I'm trying to say this in the nicest way I can. So if if my wife could be paid what she is actually worth. Ooh, well done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would allow us to afford to switch places. I would I would force her <laughs> to go back to work. <laughs> I would do it in heartbeat. Yeah. I'd do it. I'd be like, no way are we both working. This sucks. So she, she's working only part-time now. She's the first job, real job she's taken in like 10 years. And uh, so just to kind of Part time. It's like 16, 20 hours a week. Yeah, well, that's a part time uh, job. Yeah. It's still going to eat up a lot into the day, right? Yeah. A lot of stuff that used to happen isn't going to happen anymore. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and the kids are in camp, so it's not too big of a deal, but I don't know. I could see, I could really see myself doing it. I'd lo- I love doing like the shopping errands and stuff. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. That's the stuff I, I do. I no. No, I love it. People complain about it because they – you know why people complain about it? Because they they just want to get it done as quickly as possible because they think it's the worst thing ever. For, for, for why? Like you want to get home and watch golf? Like what's your deal? I think the mundaneness of it is what's going and, and to – But yeah, you bring, the, you bring but, the kids with you. It's great. Oh, my gosh. What? You because get them to help you. you it's get them it's to, you, lost time. Like it's so unproductive. I mean it's What getting, else are you going to do? What else are you going to do? Like a million different things. Read a book. What? I mean, just something. Read a book. Go, please. Exercise. What? Please. What's wrong with that? You can exercise while you're in the grocery store. Oh, yeah. Run down the aisles with the cart with a wobbly wheel. Yeah. I think it's great. I don't, I don't get to do it, it as often as I want, right? Because I always offer. I say, listen, I'll go to the grocery shopping. I'll take the kids. Get them out of your hair. And this is the strangest thing. People are going to be like, what? This makes no sense. My wife won't let me do it. Oh, she won't. She wants to she go by herself, go. right? No, no, it's not that she wants to go by herself. She doesn't oh. trust me to get the things on the list. I said, well, do you have the whole list? Is everything in the list? She said, yeah, but you don't really know what that means. I'm like, what? Oh. Then it's not really a complete list. I mean, if I went once, I would understand no, the things. No, I'm kind of with her on this. But when Holly sends me to the grocery store, she, I'm like, all right, what do you need? And she's like, oh, cottage cheese. No. What size? Okay. And right. which color? And so uh, no, she's, that's, she's, we use this little grocery. Specific. We use this little app oh, this little, that syncs between our phones. Oh, sure. Fine. But I'm like, well, she's just like, oh, get some celery. Well, how much celery exactly? Like, I need to know very detailed. Yeah, and me too. Get some cheddar cheese. Well, do you want to try it or not try it? Do you want the brick? What kind do you want? Or well, whatever's on sale. Well, how right. much but if do I, you need? If I took over the home duties, I yeah. would be in charge of all that. You know? Well, if you were, yeah, if you took over, took over, fine. I still think a lot of the frustration is sort of the mundaneness and the rep- repetitive, Maybe. just like- Going to the grocery store again, great. Going to the grocery Guess store again, great. What no, we're having for dinner tonight. There's no creative process in those activities, I think. So it's it. I don't, I don't want it. What? I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't yeah, need it. Of I lied. You do. It's, no. No, I'd save that energy for. I don't know what. I did not get sick of packing the same stuff for the same bike ride to the same beach five days in a row i did not get Whoa, tired of five it. days you made it <laughs> wonderful in a row in a row, five days in a row. <laughs> okay good for you. we didn't do anything else well maybe you're more cut out for it i think five days of that would drive me it's it's uh, you know that stuff uh yeah i wouldn't be very good at that stuff either but the stuff that would get to me it's just i and 
the patience. I don't have the patience for the uh, the baloney from the kids. I don't even have it for two days. But if you get a system that works for me, it's always like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to that. And I, I just can't. I can't handle mm-hmm. that for very long. Well, you get four of them going different directions. Yeah. Yeah. They, they agree. They want to swim. They love going to the beach. They'll stay there all day. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's a different dynamic. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to do about it because now I'm back at work. They're back in camp and we're drifting apart. <laughs> One day. I will say this. I did have a couple of days off last week and the kids were gone and we had a good weekend and I was like, ah, oh, man, I'm going to work tomorrow. How come I can't yeah. just stay and play and go with you guys for this right. thing and then that and then, uh, yeah. And so at the summertime, it's, it's pretty sweet for those. They got a good deal going. They have a good deal. I know. So my son. He's a sensitive guy, as you know. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. How's the Harry Potter going? Uh, oh, yeah. So we're, we've been reading Harry Potter. Uh-huh. <clears throat> book one. And he finally remembered. I don't know if I told you this. He, he remembered. No spoilers, by the way. I mean, there will be spoilers. I mean, this book's 20 years old now. Again. <laughs> if you haven't read it yet, <laughs> maybe skip ahead. He remembered, like, from years ago when I read it. He said, I remember the scary part. Like, what you do? Like, I thought you wouldn't even let me read to the beginning. He's like, no, I remember which part was scary. (laughs) Well, tell me which part. He's like, I don't want to tell you it's scary and then it'll give me nightmares. I'm like, just give me it. So anyway, long story short, like, it's late in the book. I got through most of it. It was the part where he who shall not be named Mm -hmm. was eating the unicorn. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. They've stumbled, they it's, ran into him in the woods. Yeah, it's a dark part of the book for sure. And he was chewing on the unicorn's neck. Was, that was where he slammed the book and was like, no more. We're putting this away forever. Just and like he remembers the, the specifics. Like he actually knows like, yes, that is the part that scared me. I don't want to talk about it. I don't like that it happened. I know it's still in this book. It's going to scare me again. Can we skip over it? Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you can't. He's not, he's not BSing you at all. He's giving it to you straight, man. He... Yeah. He, he knows what he's afraid of. He knows yeah, why that, he's afraid of it. He knows it's not real, but he knows it still bothers him. That stuck with him for years, man. Yeah. But he knows this. everything that scares him, he treats this way. It's the same sort of That's, like... It blazes in on his brain. Oh, my god. He goodness. can explain all of it. He knows exactly what it is. And it's wow. I'm impressed. Uh, so we're, we're getting through it. We're almost done. Uh, I think my wife is reading it to them right now. She may have gotten to the unicorn part. I don't know. Oh, so you guys read off and on on different books? Like, I never can do that. No, no, same book every night. Just no, no, but one chapter, one chapter. But she, like, you will not read everything to her. Oh, them? yeah, yeah. Well, I, I didn't want to. She just read tonight because I was out playing softball. Oh, okay. I don't. Will you like go back it. and I, pick up the book and read it. Yeah. Oh, okay. To catch up. What? No, I. Well, I already read the book. <laughs> I already know what happened. Yeah, no, but that was that was that part won't be fresh. Sure, I know. Yeah, it does bug me a little bit. <laughs> I, I'll skim the last few pages. Let's okay. Say. All right. Yeah. Uh, what was my point? Oh, yeah. So sensitive guy. We haven't got to the unicorn part yet. Could be scared. He came home from camp yesterday. Nothing to do with the book. And he was really, really upset. Like, not like crying in tears on the floor, but he was sad. Right? Like, consciously upset. Maybe you could call it depressed. And uh, so I sat down and I talked to him about it. Remember, he's nine, right? These little dudes are mm-hmm. uh, sensitive guys. And he says... Like, what's going on, Bo? What's the matter? He's like, nobody wants to be my buddy at camp. Oh, no. And, and he goes on. Like, he elaborates on it. He's like, everybody's 
They're always my buddy once, and then they find some way to be somebody else's buddy, and it's I know it's because they never want to be my buddy ever again. I'm like, wow, that's that's pretty deep. And he he went on to explain. By the way, it's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. I, I mean, I'm, I'm that serious. When Mike's kid came to me with a similar situation, yeah. and it, when you're like. And that was when my wife was like, we're buying him his own set and the whole thing, you know, went full mama bear. Like I got to protect this kid, you know, and it's like, but it's heartbreaking when they're, when they get like that. So I tried not to say he should just start stabbing all the other kids, right? That's not, (laughs) it's not what you want to do. I gave him a couple examples of, Hey, you know, sometimes you just want to play with other kids and you may do the same thing in the future. He's like, no, I never do that. Every time I have a buddy, I play with them and I play whatever they want to play. I try to do things they want to do. I'm like, Oh geez. (laughs) 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 He's he's not fickle. Like all the other kids. I tried to do whatever they want to make them happy. I'm like, all right. (laughs) So he elaborates on it and he says, he says, I think I know why he doesn't want to be my buddy either. I'm like, well, why? He's like, because we're eating lunch, and he said, he's like, do you have any, do you have any turkey sandwiches in your lunch? And he's, I'm like, no, I don't eat turkey. <laughs> and he's like, would well, you have anything in there, like a sausage? He's like, no, I don't eat meat. He's like, you don't eat any meat at all? How could you not eat meat? And then he wasn't my buddy anymore because I don't eat meat, and he doesn't like me because I don't eat meat. I'm like, wow. Well, don't be friends with that bigot. <laughs> that's what. That's kind of what I said. <laughs> like, well, if he really isn't your friend because he doesn't like that you don't eat things, <laughs> you're coming out ahead. <laughs> yeah. He could be a, a little bit uh, small-minded. You know, they're kids. Yeah. Kids are basically the moral of the story is kids are awful. Mm-hmm. Up through well, high school, I think kids. Are, I think kids are. Uh, you, it, we they appear awful and we joke about it, but I think they're very much. Um. That's the word I'm looking for. Not transparent, transparent, sort of like they will give it to you straight, and that kid doesn't understand how somebody wouldn't eat something else. No empathy. So just like, yeah, I, I right. guess no empathy. Yeah, they also sure. don't understand that it would be upsetting that you'd be like, I don't want to be your money buddy yeah. anymore because you know. Oh, the things kids say to each other is awful. I'm never gonna play with you again. You know, right. you're like, whoa, that's your best friend. Die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So that was rough, and you know, getting back to camp today was going to be. Is that kind of turkey sandwich? Camp, camp yeah, eat with, this. Extra, with extra sausage and bacon. Just do it. Can I have a meat sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> he sticks. He sticks to his morals. He doesn't want to eat meat. That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah, he's not trying to impress anybody, but he was like, he really put that one out there. He's like, I, I, I try to, I try to do whatever they want to do to make sure they're having fun. I don't know why they wouldn't even want to be my buddy. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> and yeah, there's some kids that are the kids come and go week to week. So yeah. he's had there's one kid he's like really good friends with that is always his buddy, but he wasn't there last week. Mm. So he's got these new random buddies. I'm like, well, why don't you tell me about him? What's the one kid's name? And he's like, I don't know. Yeah, they never know the kids' names. They <laughs> never know his name. Yeah. I'm like, well, maybe step one would be to learn yeah. his name. <laughs> Actually, that's what that was the big step that we told Jason when he was having this problem with this thing with the, the same thing was he couldn't make friends. I'm like. Just tell them your name. They'll tell, yeah. and and it's so it's so disarming and empowering because right. if you know somebody's name, you're so less likely to give them a hard time or make fun of them. It's one of these things, right? They yeah. they, they teach the kids and and uh, anti bullying 
um, initiatives always say learn names, teach names, so they don't, mm-hmm. so they have a face, they have a person, they have they they are a person, right. they're no longer just somebody, they are a person now. Right. I don't using terrible language here, but uh, you <laughs> I'm know what I mean. Understanding you. Yeah. 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 So I pushed the little bit. I said, well, hey, <laughs> yeah, you know, tomorrow. I really think you should make it your goal to learn everyone's name yeah. in yeah. camp. Yeah. Even if just in the morning you say, hey, yeah. how you doing? And if you don't know their name at some point during the day, yeah. catch them at a time by the water fountain or wherever and say, hi, you know, I don't know your name. My name's Max. Yeah. Right. And whatever. You don't have to play with them for the rest of the day. Just yeah. say hi. It's it's huge. Yeah. When Jason was starting kindergarten, he'd always come home like, who'd you play with? I don't know. Who'd you I sit next know. to at lunch? I don't know. Who'd you Tall sit next guy. to at snack time? Anybody? Or, you know, he never knew anybody. So that was like one of, this was years ago now, but we're like, go every day you come home from school, I want you to tell you, tell me one person's name, one person, like, and just, and then, then he started, you know, gets them out of their shell a little bit, but oof, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was rough. That was the whole night. That was the entire it's so hard when your, your kids are, and you know what? We, we, we've kind of gone through this a little bit recently. We've, my wife's done some reading and some stuff and, uh, my son, my son's been, we've had a little kind of issues here and there, a little minor behavioral stuff. And I wonder, this is kind of, I'm on a, a rabbit trail here, but I'm going to bring it back to the other rabbit trail, then back to the main thread here. But I wonder when we lost Chris, his kids were, um, how old was his daughter? About 10, right? Uh, yeah, well, she's maybe even a little, a little older. bit older than Max, right? Yeah. Yeah, she was older than Jason. She, yeah, but I think he was starting to, and I think I'm starting to face some of this stuff where I'm like, eh, a little dodgy about talking about it on the show. But on the other hand, I'm like, I know other parents, other dads are going through this stuff too. But anyways, so that's that rabbit trail. Back to the other rabbit trail where Jason, we were realizing, and my wife's reading some books, like, we have to still treat him like, he's a little boy, but sometimes yeah. we're like, he's not a man. And we don't need, we were starting to treat him, we're realizing that we're like, treating him like a different and he still, yeah, it's not a, he still wants attention. He still wants affection and he still has, you know, still sensitive, even though we're sure. like, oh, you're the older boy, you know, so. The man thing really needs to not happen. That's the problem. Well, not not. What happen. I mean is he can, he can be a man, but the whole, oh, the whole like be, be a man, a man yeah. attitude by parents, yeah. like baby, the kids turn seven and they're like, you know, suck it up. Yeah. I mean, I, I literally witnessed one of my friends. His two-year-old son tripped and bashed his skull on like the wooden corner of like the sharp wooden corner of a bed. And my, I was sitting right there, and my first instinct was to like swoop down there and scoop him up and like run to get him an ice pack. And he's standing in the doorway; he doesn't move an inch. He just yells at him to suck it up and be a man. No, jeez. And I'm like, "Are you out of your effing mind?" I, I yelled at him for like five minutes about it. Oh, <laughs> like, you did. <laughs> you are insane. Two-year-old telling yeah, him to be a man, but that yeah. that attitude is is toxic. Like, yeah, but it's wait, it's they're they're kids. Yeah, there's no reason that they can be any more or less sensitive than your daughters. No, right. Why do you treat them differently? Well, he's older, a little bit older, but yes, but yeah, he, no, I know, and because right. he's a boy, yeah, I, yeah, for sure. And we're we're realizing, we're not realizing, but we're reminding ourselves that, uh, you know, he's he's we have to still, um. Be emotional. He still has emotions. We still gotta. Yep. That's that stuff. That's and it's harder. It's a little. It's harder. But, um, but something. Some sadness that happened in mm-hmm. our house uh, about. Ten, it was before the fourth. Yeah, chicken died. Uh, nope. Chickens are still fine. Laying eggs like like crazy. Um, I do have another animal story though, which has to go to sensitivity and uh, neighborhood. But um, 
I go and I look at the computer and I notice the Minecraft servers crash that he plays on, right? So, uh, and I start it back up and, and there's a loop happening and they, in within Minecraft, I'm going to keep this pretty high level. Within Minecraft, you can create these command blocks, which basically run, I think, uh, some JSON, you put some JSON code in there and it runs a script. And if you do it poorly, which these kids all do, cause they just cut and paste stuff <laughs> off the internet. Uh, if they do it poorly, it creates a never ending loop and it basically just consumes all the memory on the, the server and then it crashes, right? Because when you start the server up, you, you allocate it a certain amount of space. I, I think I have a gig for them. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'm following you. Okay, so they crash. So it crashes. So I'm like, oh, I'll start it back up. So I start it back up. I log in. It immediately crashes. Well, I, I, my client, no, yeah, the server crashed, right? So client disconnects. So I go back in and I can kind of walk around a little bit. But if I look in this one direction at this one section of the world, it's the server, server crashes again. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, crap. And so I go back into it. And this happened once before, but I was able to patch it with an updated version and it went and it stopped happening. So I get back into it and I start walking around and I realize the whole thing is just trashed. So I, I talked to Jason about, like, I stood up another, I like copied all the files over and I'm like, something's, they, they destroyed everything in this. I wonder if Jason knows about mm-hmm. this. And, uh, and then kind of knew this was going to happen sooner or later. So I was sort of like interested to see what would happen with it. And at one point I looked into backing it up and on Windows, it's just not easy to do. It's just not, you can't, there's no easy way to do it. Like I was looking for cron jobs on Unix, right? You just copy the files. So yeah, but I like, I got to create, like remember to go do it. All right. So, and I was kind of like, this has to happen organically anyways, because this has to be something that's going to happen in sooner or later. Anyways, but sure enough, and it was his one friend and his other friend. He's like, oh, somebody was telling me that at the pool the other day that the thing wasn't running and that somebody had blown up a lot of stuff. And he was like, I was like, yeah, they destroyed everything. And he's like, they destroyed the whole thing. And how about my boat and all this stuff? And he was like, visibly shaken about it. And I was like, yeah, it's all gone, Jay. I'm like, uh, and he was upset about it. And I felt bad for him because I was like, this is like, these guys have been working on it together for, yeah, it's a lot of time invested. Yeah. I think, well, so, for sure start doing backups because, well, I'm doing backups, but I'm not doing like periodic, like checkpoints, right? You know, like a backup the whole thing, but backblaze, uh, but checkpoints. Oh, yeah. No, you probably have it then. Why? Is there versions in Backblaze? Yeah, totally. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, there's versions. Oh, I have to go look then. Uh, yeah, wow. Cool. Huh. Wow. I never, I didn't mean to go back to it, but then we travel and stuff. But anyways, I was like, well, that kid's off because I want him out and his, and he's like, yeah, that, mm-hmm. those two kids are gone because I don't. He's banned. Yeah. I'm like, we're banning them. And I, you know what? Funny thing is I put the server back up. I put a fresh instance of the server and everything with like, you know, completely clear, clean world. And I took all the operator status away and all this other thing. And they have nobody's done anything. I see they logged in a couple times and a couple of new names. I don't know. So like word of mouth is getting around about the thing. So Whoa. yeah, which is a problem. So I'm like, strangers. Yeah. In there. yeah. I got to whitelist it now instead of black. I don't know. Yeah. Whitelist instead of black. Whitelist. Yeah. Right. Right. But I, I, you know what? Um, Actually, I have an old PC here. I think I'm going to set it because he wants to get into that a little more. He's like, I want to do my own server. I want to start my own server. I want to have a couple of them to do different things for this and that. So I think I might I have an old PC around here that I might put a Linux instance on. Then he could do it much easier, I think, than on Windows. I don't know. We'll see. Projects. Hmm. But That's fascinating. Yeah, I was sad about that because I, I, I was like, these guys worked on it. And you know what? The thing was that bugged me out. It was like, there was these three kids that were doing a lot of work on it and they were building some cool stuff. Like I did log in occasionally and they had they had this whole boat section, the whole vehicle section. You know, they're all like models, not moving or anything. And then they had these whole like their buildings and stuff. And then they build a bunch of like figures, tall stuff, but they had worked on it together, which was the cool thing for me. And then this one other kid and he invited this other kid that goes to a different school and those two kids 
blew everything up and just dynamited everything. And it's like, you got any morons. Like, why would you do that? Just destroy everybody else's work. Yeah, so we played, we upgraded everything and played Minecraft for the first time in a while because my son really wanted to play. And uh, we played in our regular world. You know, I just realized I have, there's a lot of noise over here. Oh, no. Uh, And I lost you, but I'll get you back in a second. (laughs) So there you are. You're fine. Um, So we played for the first time in a long time and we go we go back into this world that we've always had okay there's one main world that we've like worked on a lot of stuff on um yeah right right and, and you know he wants to do a handful of things look around no big deal but there's all these like crazy projects that we could get into yeah like right now we have so much stuff there's just stuff everywhere like Dozens and dozens of chests just filled with yeah. garbage. Right, 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 right. And we can't find anything. And uh, so I got into this whole like, well, we should make a sorting system so we can put stuff into one chest and have it sort into all these other chests automatically. And it's like, man, why am I? Am I really going to sit here in my office <laughs> that's a giant mess and build a sorting system? Yeah. In a computer world? <laughs> So that I can find my virtual things easier. Yeah. When literally you can just cheat and go to another mode and give yourself those right, things. Right, right. Anytime you want. Uh, I mean, it may, maybe it's something to give to him. Be like, hey, here's a project you do. Go follow these instructions. This is how it works. It's kind of a learning experience, you know? Yeah. But... I I almost I mean I was about to do it I'm, I was about to like sit down and do it myself while he wasn't even around. Oh, like, what am I doing? Like, <laughs> what a giant waste of time! And we, you know, we over the years, right? We, we've watched these Minecraft videos that other people have made. And some of these dudes, I know, because because Minecraft you can run in this like survival mode where you have to do everything yourself. Yeah, or you yeah. Can, you can quickly switch modes to this other mode where you can just give yourself these items. But no, these guys would play in survival mode and they'd do everything by it, you know, manually, and it would take them sixteen hours. They'd play for these ridiculous sessions to go collect things, to you know, build these structures for no reason. Like I mean it's maybe it's fun, but that's a heck of a lot of time. Yeah, I spent a lot of time on our Minecraft and my mine and stuff and doing all that. I haven't played mm-hmm. in I don't know. But actually, another thing my son asked, he's like, hey, can we do our some projects on our server again? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah same sort of but thing. But again, you know, with him, I don't mind it so much. But I, yeah, I don't spend the time. Yeah, again, my office is trashed. And it's a mess. Right. And uh, yeah, I can't be like, oh, sure. It's good use of my time. <laughs> let's, let's make something to uh, clean up the Minecraft. Yeah. Huh. I think maybe it, it could be a fun project for him to do. I could, we could... I would walk through it real life. Like here's, you know, here's the pictures and here's the pages and the web pages that show you how to do it and why it works and draw it all out and then just have them go build it. I think that would be fun to sort of collaborate. But would you look at this? Sure enough, I can see my files on my yeah the, history, the, man. There's the mine. Wait, no, it won't drill. How much into history it. do you have? I'll have to look into this, but I can't drill into anything. It's just details. It doesn't. It doesn't automatically back up stuff that's bigger than a certain size. So you go to check on oh, that. Oh, there, viewer store files. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's download zip file. Ready? You will receive a put in this. I'm going to have to look at this offline. But You yeah. got to know when they uh, did it, though. Well, I mean, I could get a checkpoint back from... It was... Yeah, I know when they did it, I think. 
I have all the log okay. files still. I copied everything over so I, I could look at the log. Oh, there you go. Yeah. You have a log file that says everything that, exploded? No, but they usually, I mean, I can figure out when they put, I think I can figure out when they put that stupid command block in then anyways, at least that crashed the server. And I think it was around the same time. Exactly. Oh, I know yeah, why. Because the command block, he told me, Jason told me, he's like, yeah, they put a command block in which spawned dynamite, just endless dynamite. Oh, yeah, so it just endless kept, dynamite. Yeah, so it just kept blowing up and blowing up and blowing Dynamite's up. Dynamite's fun. You just ban dynamite from the game. Well, dynamite. I would like, that was one of the things I wanted to do, but I don't know how to do it. And then I just, again, it's like, <laughs> what am I going to spend the time? And I don't want to look. Yeah. Backing it up is easier. You can just put it back the way it was and kick those kids off. Oh, man. If I really can save... Yeah, right. You're gone. You're gone. Enjoy. Go find somebody else to do it. Look at this. Minecraft service. There it is. Ha-ha! Woohoo! I'm psyched. Anywho. All right. Here's is the, is the history there. Because the most recent one is not super yeah, important. Douglas. Oh, no. It's not going to be because I moved it. Darn it. No, the old... It'll still be in the other place. I'll, I'll take this offline. Oh, files yeah, yeah. backed up from the beginning of time to... Till two days ago. Oh, till they keep two weeks ago, three weeks ago. They keep like four weeks ago. <laughs> you find out. All right. The keep other thing is to talk about sensitive. Mm-hmm. My neighbor comes out of her house this morning. Well, her, her husband comes out of the house, go to work, pulls the car Different back. Kind of- There's a dead yeah. baby fox underneath it. Oh, jeez. And all the neighbors are like, all the kids are like, oh, let's play, let's check the fox out. They're all like enthralled with this dead baby fox, and. uh oh. So we're going on a family walk and we're walking by their house <laughs> and the husband hadn't been home from work yet, I don't think. And so he hadn't, nobody had taken care of it. So it was still sitting in their driveway. It was sitting in their driveway all day. And uh, I was like, I'm moving it. <laughs> and I moved it from, it's a two lane driveway. I moved it to the other side of the driveway. With your bare hands? No, I, I like went through that recycle bin and I grabbed like a piece of cardboard and I like wedged it under there and I used a rock and it was all soft still. It didn't even get stiff. Why was it dead? Did they run it over? So while we were doing this, the other neighbors, kids are there coming and they're playing around and he, the one kid's like, oh yeah, that baby fox was, my dog had it pinned in our garage last night. So oh, I think what happened is the that dog, their dog had basically done the fox in it walked, got out of the garage. I guess the, the, he said, my mom chased it away. I bet it was injured enough that it right. stumbled over to my other, the other neighbor's house, crawled underneath the car and died. And it was a baby. It was not like a baby baby, but it was, uh, but it was so gross because it was just sitting out. There's flies everywhere. Yeah, it was all bloated. Yeah. And, uh, like, I don't know what to do with it. Okay. Poor little fox. Yeah. We were uh, riding bikes at the, the pump track the other day and my my daughter came around the corner and she came running up to me and she said it was very funny. I think I have it on film. She was she was basically very excited to tell me that she did not run something over, right? So she made me come with her and I ran back with her and, and on right in the middle of the track that had not been there, you know, a minute earlier when I had come around the track, was a baby snapping turtle. It was this teeny tiny snapping turtle. Compared to the fully grown ones. And she was very excited to tell me that she she saw it and she turned her bike and she missed it. She didn't run it over. She told me that about 50 times. That was nice of her. And I I do have on film, she asked her brother, she said, Max, are you happy or are you sad (laughs) that I didn't run the turtle over? (laughs) He's like, "Uh, I'm happy. (laughs) She's like, okay, good. (laughs) <laughs> she was very proud of herself that she didn't kill the baby snapping girl. Yeah. Now, 
If you ever encounter a snapping turtle of any size, yes, you have to be very careful with these things. <laughs> yes, even the even the babies are lightning fast. Yes, and do you know that the snapping turtles can get its head all the way around? Yes, they can. Yes. They can get it upside down. Yes. And they can get it to the sides. So the, the only way to pick them up is to scoop them under their shell. With your hand? Or not even? Yeah, yeah. You slip your hand under their shell. Oh, oh, oh. They can't put their head underneath their shell. Oh, okay. But they can pretty much snap their head any other place and they can do it in the blink of an eye. Yeah. It's very dangerous. Yes, this yeah. one couldn't have taken my finger off because its face was too small, right. but it could have taken a piece of my finger yeah. off, we'll say. <laughs> and they're, yes, they will seriously mess you up. <laughs> they will mess you up. They're bad. One, the adult snapping turtle is one of the like top of the food chain animal. Oh, geez. Yeah, because yeah, nothing can kill it because the shells are too hard to get through. The only thing that can right. kill it is cars. Like a truck. Yeah. And of course, yeah. on the way home from today, I saw a turtle <laughs> smashed in the road yeah. because, you know. Can't slow down. <laughs> They're kind of hard to see. This was like, anyway, this is a very place where people should have been going awfully slow. Dirt trail intersection. Whatever. I can't believe, man. I'm glad I told you about this Minecraft thing. I got the file downloading right now. This is amazing. My you found the history so while yeah. I was talking? Well, I went from three oh. weeks ago. So it was before three weeks ago. So I will get a large portion of what they did to back 99%. Before three weeks ago. Yeah. If it happened before three weeks ago, and you got the files from three weeks ago? No. I think it happened after three weeks ago. Like, it can, you, it says oh, you can go back closer. to four weeks ago or three weeks ago. I'm going to start with three weeks ago and see if I can get it back that way. I got you. Yeah. That'd be you awesome. You got to do the binary search. You go all the way back. Well, that's not how it works on the on the Blackblaze site. But that's... Uh, okay. this, let's, let's just let this be a uh, see, commercial for Backblaze. <laughs> yeah, they're great. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yes, so stay away from the turtles. What else happened? Uh, dead fox, covered that. Uh, a live baby turtle. Live yeah. Baby. yeah, I saved another another thing I did do. I did save another turtle. This, they, they cross the road, and you're like, what do I do? With so I was on uh, Liberty Square You road. keep them going the way they're going. Yeah, and I did that. And it's this thing it was just a box turtle. So I go running across. I, I, I'm in the giant, the giant car, and I see the turtle, and I... St- Slam on the brakes. I drove by it, right? It was in the other lane. So I mm-hmm. saw that it was there, but it was in the middle of the road. I'm like, this guy's dead. So I stop the car. I get out of the car. I go running and get the turtle. <laughs> the car's parked in the middle of the road. The hazard's on. And I go and grab the turtle and I run across the street. And then all that's there is just like two foot shoulder of grass and a chain link fence. Like there's no water or anything else for this turtle to go. Right. So I'm like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Put him in the I'm car <laughs> and drive him to the sanctuary. <laughs> no, I just yeah. threw him over the fence. No, I just put him on the ground there. And I'm like, good luck, buddy. This is where you're Shocked headed. him so. like a frisbee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I didn't tag him or anything. But, uh, mm. yeah. but it's weird. Yeah. It's like, uh, this is. there's nothing over here. I probably should have turned you around. But then you probably have some coal over here. You may know give it to come back. some turtle yeah. stuff that I'm not aware of. So. <laughs> That's right. <He's> slowly <laughs> waddle his way, point in the other direction, and start moving again. He'll curse me out when he gets oh, that stupid yeah. human. I, took I had me this three hours to get right. here. <laughs> I can't make it out oh, with the current water in my system. I'll never make That's it. I'll right. dry out. Yeah, they do take a long time to get places. Yeah. Though how it appeared on the track that fast, I have no idea. It must have been right on the side, and we didn't see it. Are you at the pump track with that? Yeah, oh, with the baby snapping turtle. Oh, I said yeah. that. Yeah. So, uh, this isn't really a complaint, just an observation. And I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to be less judgmental these days. 
My wife and I went out. We actually went out for a, a dinner alone. Oh, yeah. Like a date nice. night. All right. To a restaurant. I uh, went to the Mexican place in town. And um, that place is moving over big, to Acton. You know that? Or they're adding to Acton? Are they? El Huipil or Huapil? Yeah, El Huipil. They're moving yeah. over to where uh, Bamboo was over on two. Huipil. I can't say it. Yeah. I think they're staying in Maine. Yeah, I think they're opening oh, another yeah. one. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah. So this big family comes in like eight people and sits down at the table next to us. And there are four, maybe five kids. Every single one of them has... Oh, an iPad no. or an iPod Eight or kids? some screen device. Eight people, like four or five kids. And it was irritating me so much because, okay, two things. One, they come in, they're poking at the screens because there's no cell service on these devices. They're all Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. So they're just sitting there going through their settings looking for Wi-Fi, looking yeah. for yeah. Wi-Fi, looking for Wi-Fi. <laughs> and I'm like, why am I even watching this kid? It's driving me bonkers. Then finally, they start getting up and they go. They go to the counter and they start asking. Oh no, really? Yeah, you know, the people that work there, like, "What's your Wi-Fi? What Wi-Fi can we use? No Wi-Fi password we can have?" Yeah, and they're just the parents are just sitting there chatting away with each other. What? No big deal. This is what these kids do. They bring their iPads to restaurants. They bug the restaurant for their Wi-Fi, and then they sit down at the table <laughs> and they fired up a bunch of games. I don't know what they were playing. You should uh, you should have like taken your phone out and set up the Wi-Fi hotspot, and then just turn your your uh, like cell connection off, <laughs> so they all connect just, you, and it doesn't work anywhere. <laughs> like a honeypot. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's about that. What that's called, honeypot. I don't know why it, it irritated me so much. Like. <laughs> Okay, I do partially know why. Yeah. One is these parents are being extraordinarily lazy. Two is I know when 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 this situation is occurring and my kids are around, mm-hmm. they can't help themselves. Oh, yeah. They'll sidle yep. over to these little jerks yep. and they'll be like staring at the screen over their shoulder being like, what you doing? Yeah. I want to see. Yeah. Like, what is uh-huh. this? And I'll be like, sit back down. Like, what? And then they'll get upset because I don't want them to go stare at this other random dude's iPad. And it's like, we didn't come, what, just, you're ruining this. There's already TVs on the walls I can't turn off. But what do you, what do you do? I mean, they're poisoning them. I don't know. We, I had another Ziask experience. We, uh, we went to Friendly's, my, my parents and my six, mm-hmm. so the eight of us went. To, Friendly's has yeah. Ziasks now? And we need two tables, right? So there's two Ziasks. So like, you're sitting there. So I immediately walk over, I grab both Ziasks and I put them like against in the booth, like at the inside. Yep. So the screens are facing the side and whoever's going to sit there is going to sit next to it. And it was not the kids. So we go through the meal and then the woman's like at the end, right? The cashier or the she's confused. waitress yeah. is like, there should have been a, and she's like looking around. I'm like, Oh yeah, I know where they are. And I pull them out. Right. And she's like, Oh yeah, just use that to fill out the thing. And then, so then it offers me a survey. Right. And I'm like, yeah, waitress, five out of five, attentive service. By the way, it was friendlies and they were fantastic. So she was really good. So I gave her all like, high marks. Right. And is there anything you would change about your experience? Get rid of the Z-Asks. <laughs> that was what I said. <laughs> and then it was like, okay. And then the next next thing goes into a series about the questions about the Z-Asks. Like, did you Z-Ask no. help you with your experience? Did you like no. this? I'm like, zero, zero, zero. And then <laughs> do you have any comments? Yes, get rid of these stupid things. This is family time, blah, blah, blah. And like <laughs> somebody, I forget even who it was with. They're like, you're not really. Oh, no, it was my kid. He's like. What are you really writing this? Like I was like nasty. Like I don't ever like get nasty about anything like that. Like it, some survey, but I was like mean. I'm like this is the stupidest thing. It's destroy. You know, 
really over the top stuff like destroying the family unit and <laughs> blah, 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 blah. yeah i'm just like this is terrible and uh, you know if it was up to me i'd destroy these things like and he's like whoa and i'm like i hate these <laughs> and then uh, and i hit submit and they're like whoa and like my family was even like wow like my parents and my wife were like whoa right. you really wrote that i'm like yeah yeah i hate these things these are you put your this. name in there and your cell yeah. phone number my mom was like good i hate them too <laughs> i'm like yes yeah i did no i did i was like yeah contact me whatever i'll talk about this on my podcast later this week <laughs> Here's an ad for Zios. Yeah. You suck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Backblaze, awesome. Zios sucks. Zios yeah. sucks. Yeah. Good. Should both pay us for uh, that. Do them a favor. Yeah. I mean, you know what? The only thing they are, they do make checkout easier because my dad had a card and I had a card. We just split it. And we're like, all right. right. So split the bill two ways. And we're like, both cards. It prints the thing no, out. You, they could totally make a device yeah, just, just for, for that. I don't need the stupid thing like putting constantly te- taunting my kids like play this game on here play this game on here right it's only 99 cents for the 15 minutes that you're going to play before the food is here or whatever and it's like <sighs> yeah if they wanted a checkout device they could put a yeah. checkout device on the table or in the table like another thing is like oh, great you gave me one ziosk i got four kids that's that's a total nightmare like get, yeah who what am i gonna do here okay you get it for 30 seconds now you get it for 30 seconds now you get it oh her food's here but i didn't get to play it uh, now here's a question yeah and this is the age-old question. Why? Because there's only one, sure. All right. But why is it better or worse than just drawing on the placemats? Like, I need a good answer for this. Well, it is. I, I struggle with the question. Like, why is it okay for kids, and I'm not really taking a, I, I am taking a side on this, but yeah. I'm implying one. Why is it okay to go into a restaurant, give the kids crayons, and let them turn the placemat over and draw on this stuff instead of, uh, you know, interacting with the family. And it's not okay to give them. Well, I'll, I, got I got a couple answers. I got a couple answers for you, okay. which I think you're mm-hmm. sort of asking rhetorically. But one, a little bit, yeah. First of all, it's always tic tac toe, right? Mm-hmm. So that's always interactive, and you're you're interacting with somebody. <laughs> Two, sure. it's uh, uh, the biggest thing here is like. I think that like the video games are better than just watching TV and like reading is better than video games and like drawing and, and because you're engaged in the activity, right? It's a matter of how engaged you are in the activity. When you're drawing, you're completely engaged in the activity. When you're watching TV, it's completely passive. You're just consuming, like it's just being pushed at you. Okay. And so it's a creative process, right? And a lot of, it'd be and, cool. If, well, go ahead. It'd be cool if we had some way of measuring it. Well, isn't like that what people love in? people do that like do they i'm sure well i don't know like well what it's what's the rating uh, if you had to guess right what's the on a scale of you know zero to a hundred what's reading compared to tv compared to ipads compared to ziosks compared to crayon placemats well i'd give you the ziosk and the ipads i think those are the same uh but i don't know (laughs) I mean, I don't know how, but you would rate it. What do, what do you you rate it? <laughs> well, you know, maybe reading is a like we'll say one to ten, right? Yeah. Reading's a nine. Yeah, sure. Because uh, you're you're engaging your brain and your eyes, but not really your limbs or anything. I don't know. Oh. You're drawing. So I would give on the not, placement. I would put like reading a step below because reading you're still consuming it. You're much yeah. more engaged in it, but but with true drawing, you're actually producing something. You're producing something. Yeah, you're you're thinking output. and yeah, true. Okay, so maybe drawing is more like an eight, and reading's a seven. Yeah, Ziosk is like a one. Yeah, 
Well, TV is like a one, and Ziosk might be like a two. T- yeah. TV's a one, yeah. yeah. It's a two. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, you know, coloring is probably like maybe a six or something, right? Because you already have the structure, but you're still creative a little bit with the colors and... and sure, a blank sheet of paper. Yeah. Is a seven. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, a fill in the lines is is more like a yeah is a six maybe a five, yeah. Depending on how they're doing it, I mean you can control your engagement. They can. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to know where you stand on that scale though, because people will, if people don't have a scale, they will just make huge generalizations and take sides, right? Yeah. I, there's a number of examples, but uh, they they're. Have to do with cars and bikes, and I want to bring those up. Uh. Yeah, no, but I, I think you, I think you have a good point. Like, what's the difference? Right, if your kid's just sitting there coloring quietly or playing on a tablet quietly, why? I think it's good to have an opinion and to have an argument for one or the other. Right. You know, if, and maybe you know, maybe the person that's like, well, this is it. They get the tech. The only time they get to use the ta- the, the the iPads are when they're at dinner. So this is a treat for them yeah. on Saturday night. When- they get fifteen minutes and. But I don't really think that that person is like all fired up. I need Wi-Fi access because I need to watch, you know, I don't think that's that, that, you know, if they're looking for Wi-Fi, then that's not their 15 minutes a week, you know? Uh-huh. So I don't, I don't know. I got under my skin yeah. a little. Grind your gears. Oh, did. We got, Scrim- we got, <laughs> we got a long email, but, uh, from, uh, Chris, but I, I think oh. it's too much to get into it. Right. We only got yeah. like three minutes left. Why didn't you bring it up earlier? Because we were, got, we had a lot to talk about. All right, Chad, we're running out of things. No, not really. Okay. I mean, Jeez. you know what I did? I, you know what I think I'm going to do? So no. I've been playing the Raspberry Pi a little bit, and I took a book out of the library, uh, Make Book. You know about this Make stuff, right? This Maker sort of. Have you heard I about do. this stuff? Yeah. So this Maker thing is like, it's, it's, it's got the subculture to it, and I'm not really getting involved in the subculture. Wait, maker bots? But yeah, like all this, like just Maker everything. But And we get the magazine now. Um, mm-hmm. But it's everything from like, Daiquiris made from strawberry where you extract the DNA and, it, and it's really complicated. It's really crazy to, you know, making giant fidget spinners or, and then to programming Arduino boards and Raspberry Pis to do more complicated things. Uh, where was I okay. going with this? I don't know. I don't know. Library? Uh, I took a book out of the, I took a book out of the library. Yeah. Where it was a make book where, uh, make is like this publishing company, I think, or, or uh, I don't know. It's a website, make, make.com, make.org or something. Anyways, they have a whole bunch of books on different things. And it was an art mixing our Arduino board with Lego. And I found it pretty interesting, but I was also inspired to, in reading it, to get, to go back to teaching the Raspberry Pi class. But I want to mix it up. I want to change it. So what I did was I took a bunch. Remember, I, I think I mentioned on the show a couple weeks ago, I took my son wanted to take a bunch of library books out. And I was like, oh, take these, you know, do you want to get any of these coding books? So I took a couple out and I was reading them. And I realized that I wasn't really gearing the Raspberry Pi class that I did last year. And it was my first time. So I'm giving myself plenty of leniency here mm-hmm. towards their sort of learning level. And so I took a bunch of books out to gauge because those people are professionals are publishing books, right? So they have a little more experience with this and they write towards the reading level or the comprehension level of, and sure. sort of modeling things in, that they can comprehend a lot better. So that's what I'm doing sort of this summer. I think I'm going to go back and I'm going to teach the raspberry Pi class again in the fall and I'm going to, sh- but, but I'm going to tweak it towards their level after reading all and con- getting all this information from these other programming books that I took out of the kids section of the library. 
All right. <laughs> so you're going to dumb down the language. That's what you're saying. Uh, basically, I'm going to uh, dumb down the language. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to tweak it. Because like, one of the things we did was we got into the GPIO pins. And that, I think, was really above their level. Like, it was pretty cool for them to be like, oh, look, I'm making that light blink. But yeah. they didn't really... Like, and it, it, to teach a kid a Raspberry Pi class, I don't know. I may change it to be like programming on a Raspberry Pi or... Sure. Because you're not really doing a lot with the Raspberry Pi. You're just I teaching them programming. So it's... Well, this is similar to the lake. Yeah. You know, it's, bear with me. It relates. I don't think covering too many things is as good as covering one aspect of the Raspberry Pi more in depth. Because that's how they, they learn by repetition. Yeah. So if you get into, if you wanted to do the, you know, the GPIO pins or whatever, I would spend the entire course making the pins turn on and off. Yeah. Or it, stick with the programming internally and focus on as small a section of the programming as you can so that they, they can retain it. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And maybe make the whole, like, to that, to that th- thought, make the whole class wrap around Minecraft. And I'm not going to do that because the Minecraft it just becomes too distracting. It's too easy for them to just be like, I'm not doing the class work. I'm going to go do this <laughs> Minecraft thing. Like, just, yep. you know, build something in Minecraft instead of actually getting any programming. But and then blow it all up. Yeah. And I was kind of thinking maybe if, if, if I could get some other parents, uh, you know, or, or another, partner or something in uh either in this school or another school district or some or one of the other schools in acton so somewhere you could like you know work back and forth to create a lesson plan instead of just me doing it in a black box with no Mm -hmm. no two heads better than one suggesting well are you interested huh i I mean huh you're really (laughs) dropping some hints there Merging towns, yeah. Hey, expanding. So, I, well, I don't know how they do it, in Maynard. If you even can just go and do that stuff, I have no idea. Yeah. I know Acton has a community education sorts of things, oh, but yeah, those are for adults. But well, not only and like the like, there's community ed going on now. One of my neighbor's kids is taking ukulele classes during the day. It's always going on. Yeah. Three, it's a, yeah. They're basically camps, but three hours a day ukulele. But she's loving it. I'm like, holy smokes, three hours a day. She's like, three hours a day, and then they had a recital at the end of the week. It was one week, but huh. wow, ukulele. Oh uh, yeah, we'll talk. Speaking of ukuleles, got, uh, you know, I got I got soccer obligations and all oh. this other stuff going on, of course. So yeah, that's right. I'm gonna. I, I was talking to uh, another more neighbors this week with more kids, and we're like, I'm like, I'm gonna end up coaching three teams this fall, probably. That's a terrible idea. I, well, I've said I'm also going to end up on the soccer field seven days a week, which is also a terrible idea. Also a terrible well, idea. Three kids. I, which one do I say? No, I'm not coaching you. I don't know. It's going to see what right. happens. Which, which that is a very keep us posted on that because I do not know what to do there. <laughs> yeah, I can't even go to one of the kids' soccer half the time. Yeah, I got to pick. I you know I love you more. <laughs> Maybe when you're older and more fun to watch. Yeah. Well, my six-year-old is already like, why don't you ever coach me? And I don't have an answer for her. Uh, so I was like, I'll coach you in the fall. And now I have my four-year-old going to be playing. So I'm like, oh, great. I'm going to have three three kids playing uh, soccer. Well, you know what you have to do. Cla- Get your wife signed up for some coaching. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Cue the music.
Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dads being dads podcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search dads being dads podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.